Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. As you know, I love to start with a big hello to all of our new Coco Club members. So today, Coco and I are giving a jolly huge wave to Liam, Finley, Indy and Saatchi, Nico, Isaiah, Alexandra, and her furry little real-life snuggle partner, her puppy Lemon. Sweet dreams, all of you. Hopefully, though, before you drop off, you'll enjoy getting to know a new pair of twins called the Holmes Kids. Does their surname ring any bells? Have you ever heard of Sherlock Holmes, the famous detective? Well, Darla and Ralphie Holmes are his great-great-great-grandchildren, and his super-sleuthing ways appear to run in the family. If you like this first story, then maybe we'll make a series out of it. Do write in and let us know what you think about our new detectives. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Okay, hop into bed, if you aren't there already as we're ready to join our new friends on a seemingly normal trip to the zoo. But all is not as it seems. Very soon, they'll need to spring into action to solve a mystery and save the day when a cute small monkey goes missing from its enclosure. Close your eyes and imagine packing your bag ahead of enjoying a fun day out as I begin The Holmes Kids and the Missing Monkey by Alicia Ainsley Darla and Ralphie Holmes were twins. They were both born on the 2nd of July and Darla was born two minutes before Ralphie, making her the big sister. Darla and Ralphie both had brown hair and deep chestnut eyes and they both stood at the same height. By all accounts, you could tell they were twins. Except they were different in a lot of ways too. Darla was very active and loved to play sports. She was a keen artist and could always be found doodling in notepads and drawing chalk images on their driveway. She was confident and gregarious, but she was also smart and inquisitive. Meanwhile, Ralphie loved animals and enjoyed playing video games. He didn't care much for loud, exuberant activities, but much preferred to settle down in a peaceful corner with a book. Ralphie was quieter than Darla, but that didn't mean he was a wallflower. Ralphie observed everything around him and was a very good listener, making him a very good detective. See? That was where Darla and Ralphie Holmes were very similar. Combining their knowledge, astuteness and varying skills, they made the perfect young detective team. It ran in the family too. 
Darla and Ralphie's great-great-great-grandfather was the famous detective Sherlock Holmes. So a natural detective flair ran in the family. Darla and Ralphie Holmes had always enjoyed solving puzzles and cracking codes together, and they often teamed up to solve mysteries at school and in their neighbourhood. Anywhere where there was a mystery to be solved, Darla and Ralphie Holmes were around to save the day. But today, they were taking the day off from their detective duties and enjoying a nice, relaxing day at the zoo with their mother. It was the half-term holidays, and Darla and Ralphie's mum suggested they go to the zoo for the day. It had been a long time since the twins had been to the zoo, and Ralphie had been studying lots of animals recently. He was especially interested in seeing polar bears in real life. So they all piled into the car and made the journey to the zoo. It was a pleasant, sunny day, and when they got there, it seemed like everyone else had the same idea as them. The zoo was very busy and filled with children and their parents. The Holmes twins and their mum bought their tickets and ventured into the park. There were so many animals to see that they didn't know where to begin. The polar bears that Ralphie eagerly wanted to see were on the other side of the park, by a great lake, so they planned out a route to make their way there. Along the way, they would pass the elephant sanctuary, the hyena pad and the monkeys. As they wandered through the park, they stopped at each of the animal attractions to admire the majestic creatures. The elephants were even bigger than Dala and Ralphie had imagined. They flapped their ears to keep cool in the sun as they chomped on the grass. A baby elephant calf frolicked in the waterhole and splashed its mother playfully. Dala and Ralphie found it very funny, and their mother took a photograph of them in front of the elephants on her mobile phone. Next, they moved on to the hyena pad, and they could hear the animals before they could see them. The hyenas' high-pitched giggles could be heard from many meters away, and it made Dala and Ralphie giggle a bit too. The hyenas' laughter was infectious. They observed the hyenas through the fence and watched the furry creatures walk and patrol around the far edge of their paddock, chuckling away the whole time. The hyenas looked like big spotted puppies with large, rounded snouts and giant mouse ears. They looked quite peculiar, and Ralphie found them fascinating. Then they moved on to the monkey enclosure. The zoo had several different types of monkeys living there. They had small, fuzzy, vervet monkeys and big baboons. Plus, they had apes like long-armed gibbons and even mighty gorillas. Dala and Ralphie were in awe as they watched all of the different monkeys and apes swing through the trees and interact with one another. The gibbons were captivating as they swung from branch to branch using their mighty long arms, 
and Judd the gorilla looked like a big softy as he relaxed and ate his food in the sun. The baboons were very amusing as they tickled, teased and chased one another. And the vervet monkeys looked so adorable as they groomed each other and chattered in their own mysterious language. Dala watched the vervet monkeys with awe and declared, I think monkeys are my favorite animal. They're so cute and funny. Ralphie agreed that the monkeys were great, but he was more excited about seeing the huge polar bears that were next on their list. Just as Dala, Ralphie and their mum were about to move on, they saw a zookeeper rush over to another and whisper in her ear. The zookeeper, who had received the news, whispered back in surprise. What do you mean? One of the monkeys is missing. Dala and Ralphie's ears pricked with interest, and they shuffled closer to listen in on the two zookeepers' conversation. They listened closely and overheard a zookeeper named Howie informing the zookeeper called Charlotte that one of the vervet monkeys had sneaked out of the enclosure. It transpired that zookeeper Howie had accidentally left the monkey enclosure door open after he'd last been inside. When he realised his mistake, he locked the door again and counted up the vervet monkeys to make sure that they were all there. But they weren't. A monkey called Shiloh was missing, and Howie had no idea where she had gone. Dala and Ralphie glanced at each other with determination. Tracking down a missing monkey sounded like a job for a pair of young detectives. The two Holmes twins strode over to the zookeepers and introduced themselves. Excuse us, but we couldn't help overhearing, Dala began, putting on her most official detective voice. My name is Dala Holmes, and this is my brother and sidekick, Ralphie Holmes. We couldn't help but overhear your problem with the missing monkey, and we want to offer you our services. Ralphie pulled out a tiny notepad from his pocket and a pencil. He lifted his eyebrows and added, We are detectives with lots of experience helping people locate missing things. Perhaps you've heard of our great-great-great-grandfather, Sherlock Holmes. Howie and Charlotte, the zookeepers, looked both bewildered and impressed by Dala and Ralphie's offer of help. It certainly was worth a shot enlisting the help of the young detectives. They would need all the help they could get to track down the missing vervet monkey. Dala and Ralphie jumped straight into action. What does the monkey look like? Dala inquired. Zookeeper Howie informed them that the missing vervet monkey was called Shiloh and she was a sweet little thing. Shiloh was only about 16 inches tall 
with a silvery-grey, furry body and a little black face with two orange eyes. Shiloh the monkey had a very long, thin tail with a black tip, and she had big hands and feet, perfect for climbing with. Dala and Ralphie wrote down everything that the zookeeper said on their tiny notepads. Leave it to us, Ralphie replied with an air of authority. We will find Shiloh and bring her back home safely. Seeing the polar bears would have to wait for now. Dala and Ralphie Holmes popped their notepads and pencils back in their pockets and turned to their mother. They asked if it was all right if they went looking for the monkey, and she agreed that it was fine. The two twins were always getting wrapped up in solving mysteries. She was used to it. She told Dala and Ralphie to meet her back here, outside the monkey enclosure, by three o'clock. Then she gave them a couple of pound coins to buy snacks with and sat herself down on a bench to read her book, while the twins ventured off in search of the missing monkey. Now, where shall we start? Dala posed the question, looking around for signs of where the monkey could have gone. Ralphie gazed into the enclosure and observed the other vervet monkeys slinking through the trees. He suggested they start by doing a little research. Dala and Ralphie walked over to a big sign nailed to the wall next to the enclosure and read the words printed on it. It was an information sign all about the vervet monkeys. This would be a perfect place to start their research and understand the missing monkeys' motivations. They read the sign and discovered that vervet monkeys mainly came from the mountains of East Africa. Vervet monkeys are used to living in groups of up to 50, but they're known for being friendly creatures who like to play with other animals too. Vervet monkeys are vegetarians and like to eat lots of fruit, flowers and leaves but on odd occasions they eat insects too. The sign was very informative and gave Dala and Ralphie a bit of a backstory about their missing monkey. The pair of young detectives consulted their notes and started to brainstorm ideas as to where their fuzzy fugitive might have run off to. Dala went first. Well, since vervet monkeys are so friendly, maybe Shiloh has gone off to search for some new animals to play with, she suggested. There's plenty around the zoo for her to choose from. Ralphie added, yes, maybe. Or what if Shiloh wanted to explore the mountains like her kind do in the wild? It might be worth looking for any mountainous areas in the zoo. They were both good ideas, so they decided to combine the two 
and see which animals in the park lived in an area similar to the mountains of East Africa. They consulted a big map of the zoo and scanned the cartoon images of each of the animals living there. There was an exotic bird sanctuary nearby and an enclosure for the mighty giraffes. The polar bears lived on the big lake nearby and there was a rhino conservation area too. Then their eyes fell on the lion enclosure. The cartoon lion was perched on top of a rocky mountain verge. That was where they would begin their search. Dala and Ralphie followed the signs and walked to the lion's enclosure. It was huge. The lions lived in a massive spot with long grass, shady trees and some mountainous rocky areas to replicate the national parks of Africa. Dala and Ralphie joined the crowds to gaze into the lion enclosure to see if they could spot the missing vervet monkey there. There certainly were lots of rocks, although they didn't tower up quite as high as the mountains the monkeys were probably used to. The lion cubs were incredibly cute, and they tumbled and rolled around, playing with each other. Meanwhile, their big, bulky lion parents were close by, keeping an eye on them. Dala scrunched up her nose and shook her head disappointedly. I don't think that a monkey would come here to play, she concluded. The lions are far too big and monkeys are much more gentle when they play. Ralphie agreed and they made their way back down the path in search of a different area of the park to search. It was a beautiful, sunny day, and the Holmes kids noticed a few people walking around with ice lollies and bottles of water. Ralphie suggested to Dala, Shall we get an ice cream with the money Mum gave us? Dala thought it was a great idea. Just because they were carrying out important detective duties didn't mean they couldn't enjoy an ice treat as they worked. The twins spotted a snack van in the distance and made their way towards it. But as they got closer, they noticed that the owner of the snack van was having a bit of trouble. It looked like the snack van had been ransacked. The bottles of water that had been perched on the side had been knocked over and had rolled along the counter and onto the floor. The shelves of snacks were all mismatched and messy, and the ice cream machine was uncontrollably spewing out whipped vanilla ice cream. The poor snack van attendant was desperately trying to stop the flow of the ice cream and a few customers were helping to pick up the bottles of water and snacks that had fallen to the ground. What happened? Ralphie asked with surprise as he took in the scene. The snack van attendant successfully managed to shut off the ice cream machine and sighed with relief.
He wiped his forehead and looked around despairingly at his poor snack van. I don't know what happened, he replied with confusion. I turned my back for one second and heard a rustling sound coming from the snack shelves. I took a look and all of the snacks had been knocked off or moved around. Then I heard the ice cream machine kick in and saw that somebody had pushed down the lever and it was spurting vanilla ice cream everywhere. To top it all off, as I tried to stop the ice cream machine, I heard all of the bottles of water get knocked over and they flew everywhere. It was a series of unfortunate events. Dala and Ralphie were amazed by the snack van attendant's story and felt sorry for him. Dala asked if he had seen who made all the mess, but the man said that he hadn't seen anyone. Whoever it was was behind him the whole time. Dala and Ralphie frowned with suspicion. How peculiar that he hadn't seen who caused all this mischief. The twins helped put the bottles of water neatly on the counter again and wrote down some notes about this strange occurrence. Could it have anything to do with the missing monkey they were looking for? Dala and Ralphie bought two bottles of water and ate an ice lolly each, then turned to go. Just as they were walking away from the snack van, they heard the attendant cry out, Oh, somebody has taken some fruit, too. Dala and Ralphie stopped in their tracks and looked at each other with realisation. Vervet monkeys love to eat fruit, and only a sneaky, cheeky monkey could be stealthy enough to cause such a mess and a commotion without being caught. Shiloh the monkey must be nearby. They ran around, looking up at the trees and the lampposts to see if the monkey had climbed up high. But they couldn't see anything. Then they looked through the crowds and checked the ground, but they couldn't spot a furry, small body with a long tail anywhere. They sat down on a bench to rest and plan their next move. Where could the monkey have gone now? Dala sighed, eating her blackcurrant-flavoured ice lolly. Ralphie continued to scan the crowds as he took a sip of water and his eyes fell on a discarded banana skin on the ground, not too far away from the snack bar. Look, he whispered to Dala, pointing at the banana skin. They both scuttled over to the leftover fruit and inspected the yellow skin. Instead of peeling back the skin from the soft fruit inside, it appeared that the rubbery exterior had been munched through with a set of small teeth. 
It must have been the missing monkey that ate it. Look for any more fruit lying around, Dala instructed Ralphie, and they both began to inspect the floor. They spotted an apple core on the ground, not too far away from the banana. Then they saw a messily peeled orange skin a bit further along from that. They continued to follow the trail of discarded fruit items along the path until they eventually made it to the gates to the children's zoo play park. Ralphie and Dala observed the large park full of wooden climbing frames, metal slides and rope climbing nets. This was the perfect place for an adventurous little monkey to venture. Not only was there lots of tall apparatus for it to climb, surrounded by woodland trees, but there were also plenty of children to play with there. Ralphie and Dala decided to split up to search the play park. They could cover a lot more ground that way. Ralphie took the left side of the park and began to climb the steps to the slide. Dala raced over to the right-hand side of the park and ran up the wooden ramp to the rope tunnels and nets. They both searched the play park, top to bottom, enjoying the apparatus along the way. They asked the other children if they had seen a small, silver-haired monkey playing anywhere, but nobody had. Just as Dala and Ralphie were about to give up searching in the play park, Dala noticed a long, thin tail with a black tip draping down through one of the gaps in the highest net at the top of the climbing frame. Dala caught Ralphie's attention and gestured to the tail. She placed her finger to her lips, urging him to be quiet, and they both tiptoed their way over to the ladder to climb up to the net. As they emerged at the top, they were delighted to see Shiloh, the missing vervet monkey, lying down and relaxing on the gently swaying net. Shiloh looked peaceful, and the twins felt a bit guilty for disturbing her quiet time. Shiloh the monkey rubbed her belly full of fruit, satisfyingly, and sighed loudly. Now, Dala and Ralphie had to figure out how to get Shiloh to come back to her enclosure with them. The Holmes twins thought hard. All of a sudden, Ralphie had an idea. He told Dala to wait here and keep an eye on the snoozing monkey while he went to get something. He disappeared for a few minutes while Dala guarded Shiloh and they returned carrying two fresh bananas. He whispered, 
We'll tempt Shiloh back to her home using these bananas. Dala wasn't so sure it would work. What if Shiloh is already full from all of the fruit she ate earlier? Dala whispered back. Ralphie wasn't sure what to say. If it didn't work, then they would have to find a plan B. The Holmes twins hatched a plan to use one banana to attract Shiloh the monkey's attention and use the other banana as bait. Ralphie kept one banana and Dala took the other. Dala unpeeled her banana and began to pick off little chunks of the fruit, creating a trail along the climbing frame, down to the bottom and then through the park. Meanwhile, Ralphie whistled to capture Shiloh the monkey's attention. Shiloh dozed in her sweet cradle and saw Ralphie holding up a banana. Shiloh licked her lips and sat upright. She clearly couldn't resist more fruit. Ralphie carefully clambered down the climbing frame with the banana in hand, and Shiloh excitedly followed him. To Shiloh's amazement, as she followed Ralphie, she encountered little pieces of banana on the floor that she gobbled up along the way. The plan was working. Shiloh trailed after Ralphie through the park and out onto the zoo paths, while Dala continued to pick apart and place the banana down on the ground. They were halfway back to the monkey enclosure when Dala ran out of fruit. Luckily, they had one more banana left. Thankfully, Ralphie had thought ahead and had already begun throwing down pieces of his to keep the greedy monkey interested. The monkey enclosure was finally within sight, and the Holmes twins were about to successfully complete their mission. Everyone around them had found it very amusing watching the two kids lure a monkey through the park and it had captured the attention of the zookeepers, too. Just as Shiloh ate the last piece of banana, she heard a whistle and a voice she recognised. The little fuzzy monkey perked up her head enthusiastically and looked around. She spotted her beloved zookeeper, Howie, ahead of her and dashed towards him. The sprightly little vervet monkey climbed up his body and onto his shoulder, where she nuzzled and cuddled his face. Zookeeper Howie laughed and sighed all at once, as he said, Now, where did you go to, Shiloh? We've been looking for you. Dala and Ralphie strode forward proudly and informed him that they had found Shiloh relaxing in one of the nets at the top of the children's play park. That is, 
after she had caused a little bit of mischief along the way for the man in the snack van. Howie tickled Shiloh under her chin affectionately and chuckled. (laughs) That sounds like Shiloh, he chortled. She really is a cheeky monkey. Howie returned Shiloh to her enclosure and took extra care to make sure he didn't leave the door open this time. The Holmes twins watched as Shiloh ran across the grass and shot up one of the trees to greet her monkey friends. They all greeted her with open arms and animated chatter, and one of the monkeys even gave her a hug to welcome her back. Ralphie and Darla smiled contentedly as they watched Shiloh find a big branch in the tree to lie down on. The adventurous monkey settled down and placed her long arms behind her head as she reclined. Her long tail hung down from the branch, swaying from side to side cheerfully. They were glad to see her safely home and relaxing once more. Zookeeper Howie joined their side and observed the precious monkey back in her safe enclosure. Well done, you two, he congratulated them. You really saved the day with your super sleuth skills. Darla and Ralphie smiled and shrugged their shoulders. It was all in a day's work for them. After all, investigating and solving mysteries ran in the family. Howie and the rest of the zookeepers were very grateful to the Holmes twins for helping save the day and bringing Shiloh back. They wanted to do something, but didn't know how to repay them. Is there anything we can do to thank you for your help? Howie asked the twins. Darla and Ralphie scrunched up their faces and thought, but they couldn't think of anything. They were only happy to have helped. But then Howie suggested a great idea. He offered them the opportunity to shadow his job for the rest of the afternoon. They could see what it was like to be a zookeeper and help him with his animal duties. Always wanting to learn more, that certainly piqued the twins' interest. So, the two young detectives shadowed Howie for the rest of the day with their mother by their side. They fed the penguins and played with the baby elephants. They helped clean the bird sanctuary and even got to hold a parrot on their arms. Most importantly, Ralphie finally got to see his beloved polar bears and they were worth the wait. The twins had a delightful afternoon and learnt so much about the animals and how to keep them happy. But the main thing that Darla and Ralphie took away from their experience as trainee zookeepers 
was to always, always remember to close the doors properly behind them.